0: What's up, everybody? You're listening to the Marketing for the Uninhibited podcast. If you're ready to unleash your marketing potential and crush your small business goals, you're in the right place. I'm your host, Miranda Rodriguez. Over the past four and a half years, I've helped hundreds of small business owners achieve big dreams with small strategic marketing steps. When I say big dreams, I'm talking quitting that part time job, five times your income, or opening your first brick and mortar. On this podcast, I'll teach you how to market your business with laugh out loud personal stories, real life client examples and the occasional F-bomb. Because let's be honest, marketing your small business is so much more than just a marketing problem. Grab your earbuds and let me show you how marketing your business can be simple, doable, and fun. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Marketing for the Uninhibited podcast. You're listening to episode 146. How are you guys doing this week? How did you like the episodes and the guests last week? It was so fun to relaunch the podcast with you all. I feel like everyone, there was just this really excited energy about it. I mean, I was very, very excited. I think um, we've been working hard behind the scenes to get it to a place that we all felt really good about it. And (laughs) I was a little nervous to um, share the cover art. I told one of my best friends that I felt like with my middle fingers up and having that out there in the world, I had so many thoughts run through my head and so many insecurities. And for a moment, I felt so vulnerable. You would have thought that I had my boobs out there on the cover of the (laughs) podcast on the podcast art, you know, Um, but it's just my middle fingers. So I think we're all good. And then I thought, oh, my gosh, is Instagram going to censor this? Like what what's going to happen? What are people going to think? Are they going to take me seriously? Like so many thoughts ran through my head as I was preparing this relaunch. And a lot of the thoughts just weren't helpful. And not only were they not helpful, they are not true. And then another thought I had, because as the excitement was building for May 10th for the relaunched episodes to come out, I was like, oh my gosh, are these episodes going to live up to the expectations that I've now set? Like, are people going to be happy with them, you know? And again, um, I'm just sharing this so you know, like these are normal feelings that everyone (laughs) goes through uh, when you're doing something new. And when I started the podcast, you know, it was, it was just me. And I kind of just, casually put it out there in the world. There was no launch. There was no production. Nothing. None of it. It just appeared on the internet one day. Um, And so now it just felt more formal. And I think that made me It made me nervous. Like, can I live up to this standard that I've now created for the podcast? And the answer is yes. So thank you so much for being here. And thank you for supporting me last week as we got all excited about the relaunch. And today I really I have an episode that I think you're going to like and I think it's going to be timely with the season that we're all in. Hey, I'm interrupting real quick to share something exciting with you. If you've been wanting to work with me, now's your chance. To celebrate the relaunch of the podcast, for a limited time only, I'm giving you 50% off my Marketing Unlocked offer. And this two-hour, one-on-one marketing intensive, will strategize, organize, and prioritize all the things you have swirling around in your business brain. If you're looking to jumpstart your marketing, pivot your offers, or level up your income, then this offer is for you. Use the link in the show notes or visit marketinguninhibited.com and use code PODCAST50 for 50% off the Marketing Unlocked offer for a limited time only. I live in Illinois, so in the Midwest, and lately we've been having really, like for all of April, for five weeks in a row, I'm not even exaggerating, we had, maybe that's a little bit of an exaggeration, okay, someone can fact check it, but I think it was five weeks and we had like one day of sunshine a week for five weeks in a row, and it was rainy and cloudy and chilly, and so just this week, we have started to get sunshine. So with, I'm recording this after Mother's Day weekend, with Mother's Day weekend came the sunshine and the warmer temperatures, and at long last, (laughs) Me and everyone else in Illinois was finally able to get outside and do some gardening and some lawn work, some yard work. And if you follow me on Instagram or you have for a while, you know that last summer, Rebel, my stepdaughter, stepdaughter and I planted a vegetable garden together. And we did this kind of on a whim, like it was late in the season. I really like growing things from seeds. And I think it's really special when you can share that activity with kids the kids in your life or in your home, so they can understand the entire growing cycle, like the whole process of, okay, we bought this package of seeds at the store, and now we're going to put it in the ground, and we're going to water it, and we're going to talk to it, and then it's just going to grow, and it's going to be the cutest little baby seedling rebel rebel had a phase where everything was just so cute it's just so cute and she says that about the dogs sometimes still and so she would say that about her little baby plants that were sprouting up in the garden and i i love gardening and i love seeing the seedlings come up but it's extra exciting when you have a kid around you who's just like over the moon at the things that are coming up in the ground. And then you take them through the entire cycle where now they can harvest their fruits and their vegetables and bring them inside and wash them and eat them with dinner, or just pick them off the vine and eat them right there. So I really love gardening, and it's something that we've all come to love in our household. And as I was gardening this weekend, I started thinking about the, the similarities and the lessons that can be applied from gardening in business. And one of those things, first of all, is, is really interesting how it came up. So I, I've been talking a lot about how a lot of my longtime clients are are leaving the nest. They are graduating and moving on from marketing and business coaching with me. And that doesn't mean, you know, we're not still friends or I'm not still supportive. Um, it just means at this time, I will no longer see them on a month to month basis. And that's OK, because the time has come. And what's interesting about that um, in comparison to what's happening in my gardening life is that Rebel, she's six and a half now. She told me this year when we started talking about our garden and what we wanted this year, she drew a line in the sand and she was like, I want my own garden. Last year, you did it. We picked out the vegetables and that was your garden and you did it and I just helped you and this year, I want to do it on my own. I am ready. She was ready. She's ready to go off on her own. So we kind of staked her out a little. Well, she picked a spot in the yard. You know, it's a shade spot, so whatever. But (laughs) she picked that spot and we put some stakes in the ground and, and now she's off on her own and I bought her some shade seeds specifically, and I let her plant them. And now she's ready to go. And that was kind of the first similarity that I found between gardening and in business is like, yeah, there are seasons for everything, right? There's a time, and if you're a parent, you know this, there's a time in life where your kids start to assert their independence and it's it's kind of bittersweet. And the same with clients. There, there always comes a time when they're ready to go off on their own, especially during the early phases of my business when I was working with clients and we were all kind of growing up together. Now it feels like we're all kind of ready to go off on our own paths. And so moving on, let's talk about, let's continue this gardening as an analogy for business. So first of all, I love gardening so much because it's a creative activity that allows me to experiment. So you certainly can over prepare and overthink for gardening, right? You can research it. You can start seedlings in your house. You can, you can make it a whole big, Chore. That's what I think. When I think about over planning and overthinking and over researching and then the decision fatigue and where are we going to put it and when are we going to start it and blah, blah, blah and back and forth, I just can't. It overwhelms me. And so my approach to gardening is much like my approach to my business, which is I like a loose plan. I like to do enough research, like reading the back of the package that the seeds came in, or speaking with the friend or the family member, like my aunt has given me a a bunch of um, flower seeds, just talking to them about it and be like, okay, what do you recommend? Like, should I put them in the sun or the shade in the ground in a pot, you know, just kind of get the basics down and then just go for it, right? Read the package, get some loose instructions, put it in the dirt, give it water and sunshine and love. And then step back and watch it grow. And I think this is this experimentation area of gardening and business and life in general is something that we all struggle with. It is so hard to step away, to kind of go hands off and let nature take its course because we want so badly for things to work out that we try to control every little aspect that we can. And I'm gonna touch back on this in just a minute. So another thing, so creativity, experimentation. I also like the mindlessness of gardening. Um, the other day, I planted flower seeds in my flower bed. So I was just having a rough morning and I didn't have any meetings and it was so nice out. I was like dying to get outside. So I grabbed the um, the rake and I had the potting soil and I had the seeds and something I really wanted to do last year but didn't get to was plant flower seeds. So I usually go straight to the vegetables because I like, <laughs> I'm a very practical person and vegetables, you can eat them, you can cook with them. Like they, the, you know, they help eliminate grocery trips and like dollars on the grocery bill. And I just think that's really fun. And so I usually go straight for vegetable gardening. And this year I wanted to make a point to also plant flowers because I saw some of my friends and clients and one of my aunts who all had these beautiful, flourishing flower gardens last year. And I just really wanted that. And we have a spot in the back of our house where it's just perfect. We left some room for a flower bed and last year it just remained dirt. So this year... I was like, yes, and I made a plan. I've been kind of like slowly thinking about what I would like to see there. Rebel recently bought me a pack of Dahlia bulbs. And so I thought, okay, I know these are a little bit challenging, but let's just try it. And so I kind of mapped out I did. I I loosely mapped out in my head. I mapped out the flower garden that I wanted to see on the back of the house in the middle of the summer, and then I got to work. And that is how I operate best. And that is what I've learned to teach and coach my clients on: is being able to create a loose marketing plan tailored to your skill set. Right? Like, how do you learn best? How do you work best? What time constraints do you have? And then making it, making a simple to-do list and just getting to work. So I knew that I needed to till the soil. I knew I needed to weed it. I knew I needed to add fresh soil. I knew I wanted to add a little border. We had some leftover like landscaping. What are they called? Landscaping rocks? They're not rocks. Stones. (laughs) I don't even know the right terms for any of this. We don't have a wheelbarrow, so I just put everything in Rebel's Wagon and just like pull that thing around the yard. And then this brings me to another thing I love about gardening. It's fun, and for me, it's pretty mindless because I keep my plan simple. I keep my strategy doable, and I keep it fun, right? And it's outside, and my hands are in the dirt, and there's just something so wonderful about all of that, especially when it's starting to get warm and the sun is out. So the biggest takeaway for for the lessons that I've learned from gardening about business, one is blooming. So when it comes to blooming, I want you to think about yourself as a flower, like you, the business owner, as a flower. And when you get around certain people, do you find that you are compelled to like really open up more and like spread your your flower petals and be open to receiving like their energy and their love or do you find yourself kind of recoiling and curling in like a flower would do when the sun goes down and that has been that image that visual has been so incredibly helpful for me when it comes to setting boundaries with people and with activities like is this is this activity opening me up Am I feeling alive and joyful and do I love it? Even when we were creating the podcast art, like we went through a few rounds and um, Aaron, the producer was like, you know, I think she said, if it's not a hell yes, it's a hell no. And that's a phrase I've said a lot on here too. Um, You just want that like fuck yes energy. And you can tell a lot about your energy from your body language. And so if you're just getting into this where you're just starting to become aware of your energy in certain situations or maybe the energy around other people or the activities that you're doing, so much of the business guidance that I provide is you being able to, to make intuitive decisions. And so that starts with just a simple level of awareness. And I think it's so easy to just be aware of your body language in certain situations. So pay attention. Are you blooming? Are you blossoming? Or are you recoiling? Are your, your petals like curling in? And then another thing about gardening is that you have to give your, your plants enough room to grow they need space, they need patience, and they need time. You cannot rush the process. As much as we would like to in the Midwest, because we have such a short growing season, you can't rush the process. You can start jumpstart the process you can start your seeds inside right Um, but if you want to plant seeds outside you're just going to have to be patient and let mother nature take her course also there's enough sun for everyone like imagine if you planted your your garden and you were like oh my gosh I hope there's going to be enough sun for each one of these little things like I hope they get the nutrients they need like no they just go in there and they take what they need right and if they don't get it their body language, their yellow leaves, their droopy flower petals or stalks, they're gonna let you know that they're not getting enough nutrients. And then probably the most pivotal realization I had recently was about thinking about boundaries as garden fencing. So when you garden, some plants do well in the same space. Like you can put marigolds and tomatoes like in the same container pot if you wanted to because they complement each other. And so together, those two plants will thrive. I do not have an example for the second one, <laughs> but I know that there are plants that don't do well together. So I do actually have an example. Last year, we planted, unbeknownst to me, Rebel picked out all the seeds and we planted two enormous miniature tomato bushes I did not know these they're called like um, tiny Tim or tiny Tom tomatoes they're tiny 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 tomatoes smaller than cherry tomatoes and they they're bushes. And so we put those in our like four by four garden in the ground and ended up having to weed out a lot of them. And then by the end of the season, they had taken over half the garden. They were just enormous. Um, And we had way too many tomatoes to be able to to make use of all of them. But um, so we had those tomato bushes. And then I also planted watermelon and cantaloupe vines. Now, I know that vines need a lot of space and a lot of water to grow, but what I didn't know was that we had the tomato bushes in there too, and so my garden very quickly became overcrowded and the roots started fighting and choking each other out. So what I needed to do at that time was to give those plants some space to separate them to put on give them some protection from the other plants that were all competing for the same nutrients and water in that small too small of a space right um so when we think about boundaries and setting up protection for ourselves and giving ourselves space from certain things that are draining our energy i want you to think about that as putting up garden fencing right we're just putting up garden fencing we're not saying we're not going to see each other we're not saying we're not we can't be near each other All we're saying is in order to live our best life, in order to thrive, we need a little bit of distance, right? We need to keep this relationship on these terms so that everyone does their best in the conditions that they have. And then lastly, well, I think overall the theme here is really just paying attention to like your energy and being aware of your energy, your body language in Every aspect of your business. So, when it comes to, and I've talked about this before, my energy behind the podcast, like logistical things was no longer there. Like I did not like creating the podcast graphics. I didn't like creating the show notes. I mean, I would do it, but I was just really starting to drag my feet. I was procrastinating. So pay attention to the tasks that you're procrastinating or the tasks that you're always pushing down to the bottom of your list. And if you get to a place in your business where you're you're able to offload some of those things, start there. Start with those items that just drain your energy for whatever reason. And it doesn't matter what your friends are doing in business or what other people in your industry are doing. You have to do what feels right to you. And that's what I love about gardening too, is it's so intuitive. Like sometimes when I planted my flower garden, I just went based on intuition and we'll see, we'll track it this summer and see what grows and what thrives and what doesn't. I purposely did not Google if the plants that I put in the flower garden could all be together because I think there's enough space since they're all on the ground. Um, and I am willing to bet I'm probably, I'm just gonna have to like pull some of the seedlings out once they start coming up because my biggest concern is overcrowding. But anyway, as you move on with the rest of your week, I want you to think about your business as a garden. What needs pruning? So my best friend and I, sometimes we come up with these sayings when we leave each other voice notes, um, and they are really, they're mug worthy. Like someone should put it on a mug, a hat, a shirt. If you do, let me know. But like roses, sometimes you have to cut those bitches back so they can grow again. Okay? What in your business needs pruning? What do you need to cut back so that it can flourish in the next season? What needs weeding? What do you need to remove because it's not serving you or your goals any longer? What needs more attention? Is it not getting adequate nutrients? Sometimes I find curiosity is the best type of attention you can provide. Just being aware and curious about something will often lead to a solution. What needs more space? What in your business or your life needs more space? Maybe you can move it to a different location or even a different time on the schedule. Like there are seasons for everything in life. And I was supposed to launch a group program in the first quarter of the year. But in the, the first week of that launch is when we had our small house fire. And so I decided I no longer had the time. This was not the time. I did have the time, but it wasn't the time to to push that group launch. So I just tabled it. I still have that in the back of my mind. I would love to do that one day, maybe this year, um, but it just wasn't the time. So I moved it to a different location on my my calendar. What can you separate into pots or different containers? And what can you give a little more room and patience and love to grow? Maybe what doesn't need so much attention, but just needs space grow. And this I find a lot of times with idea generation. Clients will come to me with a new idea, but they're not quite sure how it's going to work out or, you know, how it will fit into their schedule or how they'll promote it. And in those cases, you just kind of have to sit with it and just see what comes up. And then lastly, what needs boundaries and protection? Where do you need to put up that garden fencing, whether it's with some of your clients, whether it's with business partners, or whether it's with your home work life balance, like we're all there is no such thing as finding the balance. I think we're all aware at this point. But sometimes we can make our lives easier on ourselves by setting better boundaries. So where do you need to implement and stick to those boundaries? That's it for this week. Thank you so much for being here. I'll be back with you next week. Hey friends, thanks so much for listening to another episode. If you loved what you heard today, be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode and leave a review so more business owners like you can find us and learn how marketing your business can be simple, doable, and fun. Talk to you next week.